hello, and welcome to Let's Chat Montessori. I'm Alma, a passionate Montessori educator. I'm here to share with you all the insights that I've learned over the last nine years while working with toddlers. I'm here to help you, to help your child be more confident, responsible, and independent little human while exploring the Montessori method. Hopefully with all my shared insights, you will feel more at ease and empowered to begin setting up a prepared environment for your little one. Join me on my show as I will be diving into different topics all about the importance of routine, a prepared environment, a prepared adult, and so much more. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode on Let's Chat Montessori. You know, today's topic, I really want to dive deep into toileting. Toileting, you guys, you know, I'm super passionate about toileting, early toilet learning, that is, uh, because it's something that I've been doing for the last 10 years, and I've practiced this particular approach for those last 10 years, and I have to say, you guys, this particular approach works if we are able to do it the right way. I know there is no such thing as right or wrong way of doing this toileting transition, but really understanding the key factors to be able to get your child there successfully without causing all these power struggles and all these setbacks and all the no's and everything that we hear about when children start this transition at a later age. And we do hear a lot of of these things that happen And so there are ways to be able to avoid all these setbacks and power struggles. And I know toileting can be such a personal but yet complicated and delicate situation journey. If and when we, you know, of course, if we don't know how or even when to begin, you know, you're probably seeing others starting early, maybe some older, and you're not really sure, you know, what's the right time, you know, when is, you know, are we waiting too long? You know, there's so many questions about toileting, and I want to be able to just make it so simple for all of you because it doesn't have to be so complicated. It really is just about helping your child get there, and a few ways to do that is to be able to show them the tools and guidance along the way. I mean, we're so taught that children need to wear diapers and until they're three or four or five. And, you know, of course, we're speaking of a fully healthy child, but, you know, we do this, you know, unintentionally. We want the best for our children. We have good intentions as parents, but we often do it so passively and unconsciously, just leaving our child in diapers uh, past the time that's really unnecessary. And we know children have so much potential to be able to acquire this skill. And, you know, it's just, it's really more convenient for us as the adults to keep our children in diapers because it's convenient, it's easier, and, you know, it's not messy, and we don't need to worry about scheduling or timing or messes or cleanup and more laundry, right, and new couches and all of that. But really, that's, you know, that's what entails the whole toileting journey. You know, and of course, it doesn't have to be a concern on your mind. The, the, you know, there's ways and methods and solutions to be able to eliminate some of these minor obstacles that tend to hold us back from wanting to begin this transition uh, for our children into underwear, officially graduating from diapers during the day, right? You know, so really 
we want to be able to start this transition early on by really just exposing your child. It's a very natural acquisition, but it should also be just a very natural desire as parents to want to be able to give our children these tools and the awareness and the consciousness, the mindfulness around toileting. You know, I often get how often I get often like how soon do I do this night transition after daytime? I always say it should happen three to six, three to six weeks after daytime transition. And that's, of course, if and when everything is going well during the day, Uh, you know, if the child's progressing and there's less wet events, then, of course, you know, we also incorporated like a floor bed where there's an opening you know, the child's lower to the ground where they're able to touch the floor and get out from their bed independently. So if we have all these things aligned, it really allows for the child to really listen to their body. It gives them the accessibility to go to the bathroom and eliminate when they need to. And so if we align all of these things together from early on, you're creating these patterns, you know, these patterns that your children will pick up on. And you really want to think about the muscle memory. You know, how are we helping our child exercise and strengthen that muscle memory? Because as we all know, the more you practice a particular skill, the more you get better at it and the more you refine that. And it's the same idea for toileting. We want to be able to create those same patterns for your child so they're building that muscle memory so they understand what is expected of them. So being able to guide them on how to pull up and down their pants, be able to guide them on where to go to use the bathroom, to guide them, to show them. And this is constantly, continuously, consistently until the child eventually formulates that muscle memory and understands the patterns that we've created for the child. It's very habitual. We're talking about a very young child that's one and two they have the ability to retain all this information because like I like I said we go back to the absorbent mind and how the child is able to absorb all this information with minimal effort on their end because it's just being absorbed they're like a sponge at this age so if you really think about that concept of your child having this absorbent mind and really taking advantage really of knowing that the child is taking everything in like a sponge So we should use that at our advantage and say, wow, if my child is in this phase of absorbing all this information, then it only makes sense to be able to implement all these skills early on because then you're really creating those patterns in their mind, in their brain, the way they operate, they're using their hands, their mind, everything to be able to perform these tasks. So there is so much that goes into it, but you know, be able to follow the sequence, you know, implement some form of pattern that becomes a sequence for your child. Children look for patterns, right? They, they look for cues to follow. This is how they're able to predict their day. This is how they learn about probability, probability of an event happening. What will happen next? Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? So the anticipation of an event happening. So they're learning that whole idea of anticipation of probability 
you know so being able to build that for them give them that sequence give them the tools to get there so they're able to build on those patterns and that's why i was i always go back to giving your child the tools and what that really means is you're giving them books to read you're exposing them to the toilet you're reading to them you're letting them know what is expected of them you're modeling yourself as the adult you're doing all these things consistently every single day and it doesn't have to be extra work for you it really just is part of your life it becomes ingrained part of your everyday doings and you really want to be able to focus on that trusting your child that they'll get there you know allowing for that success you know and remember also your children can feel your energy so if you're angry if you're upset if you're annoyed if you're frustrated or whatever negative feeling you have around toileting your child will feel that energy and they will begin to associate toileting as a negative experience which is why i always go back the attitude of the adult is so important it is so powerful because that really really is going to dictate how the process ends up and how we allow for our child to succeed allowing yourself to be okay knowing that your child is going to learn along the way and they're going to make mistakes and they're going to have wet events along the way but this is how they learn learning that it's work to undress and dress and it also indirectly teaches responsibility so you know giving your child all of these responsibilities along the way will really help your child to really master this toileting and understand and they will soon be able to express the need when they need to if they're outside they will come up to you and tell you you know i need to go to the bathroom you know they do reach that point where they will tell you but all this will happen if we are planting the seed now way early on and you're really 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 mindful of how we're doing it and you're intentional about really giving your child the tools they will get there i promise you they will but it's all about our own attitude also and how we project our own feelings onto the child about this whole transition you want to be able to think that your child is still learning and they're meant to make mistakes and this is how they learn you know and i mentioned earlier you're also like you're indirectly teaching the responsibility so responsible for learning about their bodily functions you know where their wet clothes go grabbing dry clothes you know all these tasks are really fostering their independence along the way and you know they're also mastering this whole thing what we call toileting so it's really important that in the beginning we set very clear expectations about the process you know what do we do when your child gets wet you know what's your approach are you upset are you shaming them are you encouraging them are you allowing for growth to happen but with patience right all these are questions that you want to ask yourself when you are working with your child and really reflecting on your own feelings and what you're feeling in the moment so your child doesn't feel what you're feeling because we're all energy and they can feel what you feel so you know, yes, it can get frustrating in the beginning because there there will be constant wet events in the beginning. But like anything else, we put in the work now and it'll save you so much down the road, right? You do all the work now and it'll pay off later is what they all say. So we all know that if we can start early on and implementing these skills early on, your child will get there. And of course, 
You know, it is in our power to stay calm during this time. You know, stay focused on the message that you want to deliver. You know, what do we want our children to learn from this experience, from this learning opportunity as we see it? You know, what are the things that we can do to eliminate this frustration? You know, to be able to, you know, be present with our child and offer positive experiences, you know, all based on our own attitude. So again, this all goes back to what I always say, you know, have a prepared environment as well as preparing yourself mentally. Create your child's space, you know, designed to really foster their independence around toileting. You know, create a home for everything to build consistency. You know, prepare yourself as far as having all the tools needed, you know, such as paper towels and gloves and a bin for trash and spray cleaning materials and disinfectants, right? This gives you peace of mind. You're not scattering all over the house to find these items in time just so your, you know, so your child doesn't get in it. This happens. So prepare yourself. Have all of these things ready at your fingertips. And when the wet event happens, your mind will just be on the approach and how you can offer the words to to be able to give better understanding in the process to your child and to help them connect the dots. And this will all be in a positive experience because then you won't be stressed out. You know, you will expect for these things to happen in the beginning. This is how you mentally prepare yourself by letting yourself know, you know, I do expect wet events and that's okay. And I trust that my child will get there and I have everything ready and I'm prepared and when that time comes, I will focus on how I will approach my child and the words that I will give them to better support their independence without any shaming and without anger or without frustration, right? So this all really depends on our attitude. Are we going to be positive the entire way or are we going to get easily frustrated or we want to quit? We want to ask ourselves, you know, what do we want for our children? Do we want our children to learn early toileting? Will this benefit us now or will it not? So because we, you know, do we have a newborn that's coming? You know, is it getting too expensive to buy diapers? All these questions that only you can answer. So it's important that you're clear about the toileting process to be able to give and offer a positive experience to your child. You know, what is your goal for you, for your child, for your family? And once you decide then you can move forward with all the steps that I mentioned to be able to meet your child's needs right at the time that you both are desiring it to be able to meet your child's needs at that time. And generally, that really begins when they're walking. So if you offer, introduce, expose, model, your child will gain that interest in this area and he or she will want to do it on their own. So as the parent, as the ultimate teacher, you know, you want to be able to set the tone, set that foundation, set the expectation from the beginning. This is very important. You set up the environment, establish a set routine, follow through, be consistent, trust your child that will, they will get there. You know, we just have to prepare the environment, prepare ourselves, you know, the attitude of the adult, prepare your child, and then move forward with the process and trust be patient. It's a process. It's an acquisition. Give them time. Guide them. Find that balance. But creating that partnership with your child will be extraordinary. So I hope that helps you all. And I will leave it at that. You guys have a good night. We'll talk soon. Bye. Hello, everyone. Thanks for staying with me till the end. Check out our show notes at BlossomMontessori.com. That's B-L-O-S-S-M Montessori.com. 
Also, if you've enjoyed and found the show helpful, please take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Blossom Montessori and share your takeaway. And don't forget to show me some love by subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast on Anchor or Spotify. Till next time.